to the Whiskey Dan Radio Show. Tonight, tonight we it is the 40th episode, so we gotta we gotta pull up with some 40s. So we got we got Mickey's Mickey's fine malt liquor. We got a new guest. We got a uh, we got Chris on the show. Uh, so first impression of some Mickey's. Um, it's definitely malt liquor. It's skunky. Yeah, it's, it's a little skunky. It, it is my favorite. You know how much it costs for the two of these? Hmm. Under six dollars. I believe that. Yeah. So, um, you can pick them up at most gas stations. It's better than Colt Forty Five. True. Which I don't. I'm not opposed to Colt Forty Five. Old English. Anything that comes in a plastic bottle, you should probably just steer clear from. Yeah, it's been it's been so long since I had OE. Like I don't even I don't even think I remember what it tastes like. <laughs> oh yeah, I had it um, when 2018 turned to 2019. That mm. was the one and only time I had it. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I drank that and then 12 old Milwaukee's and had the worst hangover I've ever had. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I had nothing to eat. And I didn't really drink any water. It was like, oh, I'm thirsty. More beer. Yeah, don't do that. I yeah, learned that. If, yeah, for sure. If you're thirsty, drink water. Yeah. Have uh, <laughs> have, have you been over the age of 21 and had a 40? No. So this is your... <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Um... Yeah, I, I did start drinking 40s until I was like 22. Yeah. Nope. Um... 23. Shit. Yeah. I... Yeah, the only time I've ever had a 40 was, yeah, before I was 21. <laughs> because, like, somebody would buy you one. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I got $3. Go give me whatever they got. Like, hey, I got you a Bud Ice. <laughs> and you're just, like, sitting in your car, like, I guess this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, um, honestly, though, I'm I'm not even much of a a beer drinker in the first place yeah you're more um, of a gin guy right i'm definitely more of a, a liquor guy gin specifically yeah, yeah. but <laughs> hey give me a g and t with the uh, no tea but fill the glass <laughs> up yeah let me get one glass full of tangeray please yeah you can do that at breakers <laughs> <laughs> they will no uh Okay, so for those of you who are not familiar with Tyler, there is a seafood place, and I put that in quotations, that's called Breakers, because like Wave Break, that's where they get the name from. And you can order a gin and tonic, you can get a tall gin and tonic, or double, whatever, and they will fill that, it's a 16-ounce glass, like a highball glass, mm. and they will fill it with 12 ounces of gin, <laughs> and then just like sprinkle a little bit of tonic water on top, put a lime on it. I mean, it has the ice and everything, and they use Quality House Gin. Ooh. Quality House is a $7 bottle of gin, <laughs> and I have it on my bar up there. Haven't cracked it open yet because I'm finishing off some beef eater. That's actually left my yeah. brother's house, but yeah. So you can get three of those, and you will need to call the cab. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. I don't think I've ever drank three 12-ounce glasses of gin in one sitting. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> but Mickey's. 40 ounce. Why? For, I don't understand why they picked 40 ounces. Yeah, 40 is with, definitely... With, was 32 just not enough? <laughs> well, 33 is a liter, so I guess maybe this is like the American liter. 40 yeah. ounces. Maybe so. I, I, I lo- I, one reason... Um, I bought it because uh, I was reading about like malt liquor one day. And I knew about like Colt 45, knew about Old English, 
and it's like, oh shit, there's one that comes in like a six pack too. And it comes like a little grenade shape. <laughs> you, you can buy a six pack of Mickey's. I've done it more than once. Wow. And the cap on it, it's like the size of a Powerade cap. So it's like super easy to drink out of. And they're always in green glass. And it's got like a hornet on it. And I was like, fuck it, that looks cool as shit. It comes in like, I think it was like originally like an Irish thing. Uh, and now it's a black people thing. <laughs> Oh. There's a lot of pictures with Juicy J and Mickey's. Yeah, that uh, that's a that's a true thing you said. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying what I see. Right, right, right. And that's it. And mm-hmm. now we have two white guys drinking forty. And I, I honestly like unironically like them. No, I think I, I probably drink a Mickey's a week. <laughs> I would. Well, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do that. But if. If I were at an occasion where alcohol was provided and somebody handed me this, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay. Yeah. That's not bad. I think it's like you can buy two of them and give one away, and it's like, oh, I'm out $2.50. Oops. <laughs> You're just like, oh, and now my buddy's shit-faced yeah. because he drank four beers in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I um, Also, any liquor that comes in a green glass, sold. I Rolling Rock. One, not... <laughs> Not Rolling Rock. Oh, come on. <laughs> Speaking of uh, really shitty beer. Oh, uh, Rolling Rock? Yeah. I like Rolling Rock. No, it's... I'm also... This comes from a guy who has a dedicated episodes to old Milwaukee, for Christ's sake. So That's true. Yeah. Wasn't I, that... That was last episode? Two uh, episodes ago? Yeah, I, uh, I do old Milwaukee minis. And just oh, like little 30... Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I did old Milwaukee with my old roommate. Mm. Um and it's my favorite beer, and I was like, "Damn it, I want to just have a like just regular beer and just like talk about, just do like my own set more or less, yeah. and not so much have a guest on there." And that's why I started doing those. And sometimes it's hard to line up guest appearances and shit. Yeah. So it's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna have a couple beers and do one of these." And no, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's cool. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, Mickey's it's so so tight. I don't even know what the alcohol con. It's it's malt liquor, so it's over five percent. It's between like five and seven. Yeah, I would I would probably guess somewhere in that six and a half. Percent. Yeah, forty ounces, so it's one point one liter. It's one quart and eight fluid ounces. That's how much it is. It's a forty. Jesus Christ. But like, I, I love I love like the four. It's yeah. so iconic. It's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure is iconic. Like you see, a paper bag with a bottle in it. Yeah, this is this is probably what's in there. Yeah, or like a thirty-two ounce can. Yeah, ooh, like four locos, mm. dude. Say what you will, I get down on some four loco. All right, well, the, the door is right there. Hey, we're gonna wrap it up, ladies. And <laughs> now, uh, I had four locos on the show, and. That's probably the last time I will ever drink one. And the only reason why is because every time I drink them, it's melon ones mm. because they taste like gas station bathroom cleaner. Um, and it just brings back me being 18 and in college and like, hey, I got $3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I like Four Loco Gold. Um, yeah, everybody told me those are the best ones. It tastes like Red Bull. Not even any alcohol content. It just tastes like Red Bull. Oh, shit. Yeah. So hey. you can... Yeah. I had a Vegas bomb for the first time last night. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. It's uh, it's like rum, some other sweet liquor, and then uh, Red Bull. Oh. And it's like a shot. Hmm. And 
it's, it's, you know, when you go to a bar and you get a shot, it's like like a lot of liquor in yeah. a shot. And then I was, I don't know, I just, like, it wasn't bad. I didn't shoot carbonated. Yeah. I can't shoot things that are carbonated. I love how people are like, oh, you can't shotgun a beer, you're a fucking pussy. Like, no, I don't want to, like, have heartburn in four seconds, you dick. Yeah, dude, every time I shotgun a beer, my stomach feels like it's about to explode. Yeah, because you just filled it full of foam. Yeah, exactly. It's just air. <laughs> and then, like... You just the like, burp afterwards is never satisfying. No. It's always just like the biggest, like soft, like <sighs> like that's not what I needed. Yeah, I needed more. Yeah, I needed it to be violent. Yeah, uh, what? A lot of people don't like to taste malt liquor because it tastes like malt liquor. And if you know what malt liquor tastes like, it's yeah. So my advice to everybody who's listening: go buy a fucking forty and just slam that shit down. I, I used to do a thing called these because like. I'd be coming home from work like, man, I gotta get, I gotta fucking forget about my job for like a good, <laughs> like just, just just a couple hours, yeah. and I would just grab one of these at the the C store and just slam it down as soon as I got home. The C store, yes, convenience store. Uh, <laughs> convenience is just too long. Huh? Mm-hmm. I got time for that. I only got time for getting a photo. <laughs> I got three dollars. So um, you own a Volvo. I do. I own technically. So, technically, I own three. Okay. Is I don't one know like where, a parts car? Yeah, but I don't know where it is. How did you? <laughs> how did you lose a car? Um, basically, I was storing it at my parents' house, and then all of a um, all of a sudden, I couldn't. Um, so I had moved it into a parking lot where it definitely shouldn't have been, and it got towed. Oh. Yeah. So I've called a couple of different tow places that list like having junkyards. I found it yet. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's somewhere in Locos Gringos. What Volvo was it? It's a silver 740 sedan. Ah. So definitely a parts car. Um, the reason why I even bought it was because I had blown out the cat in my wagon. At the time, I hadn't known it had just <laughs> blew up. <laughs> and then stopped running. <laughs> You're like, ah, all right. Yeah. I was actually on my way to the liquor store. And um, and God said no. And yeah, God <laughs> said, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. So it wound up being um, my distributor was all fucked. Like oh, really? All of the points inside were super worn and like chipped and stuff. It's so. only a four-cylinder, right? Yeah, it's only a four-cylinder. Okay. But it had been running really, really rough. For those of you that don't know, the most likely way you're going to blow out your cat is your distributor being off, which causes excess gas to be unburnt. And then when it finally does make it, you know, out the exhaust, yeah. uh, there's too much of it. It just plugs up your and catalytic just plugs converter. Up your, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just not have a catalytic converter and just have unburnt gas flying out your exhaust. <laughs> So, <laughs> when I blew out the cat, um, it blew everything out. So, now it's gutted. So, all that back pressure is just... It's basically a, sh- a straight pipe. Okay. Yeah. Is that why the wagon sounds so crunchy? That's why it sounds so crunchy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an 86. The, the wagon. The wagon is a 90. So, you have a 1990 wagon. Yeah. And it's burgundy. Yes. Volvo, it's a box full. It is the coolest fucking. It's so I, cool. I yeah, I'm really proud of that car. Yeah, it's very cool. And then, um, yeah, 
And then you have another Volvo. Why'd you buy the second Volvo? So Volvo number two. Uh, <laughs> was it an impulse purchase? It was not an impulse purchase. I purchased it because I thought the wagon was on its way out again um, because the transmission was doing some stuff. And because of the specific... Um, fuel system configuration for my volvo it has like a a slightly different transmission than like every other volvo which is what every other volvo has ever used no, um, so it's like oh great <clears throat> damn near impossible to find these parts and you, right yeah no, and you exactly. can't just like retrofit the other ones in there because it wouldn't work yeah i mean there is a way to do it but you literally have to like redo all of the wiring in your car what the fuck yeah you gotta like swap the computers swap like all of your injectors uh for the transmission yeah because it's really it's when you explain it like for really dumb because like basically the difference between these two is a flywheel okay and like the reason why that's so important sorry the reason why that's so important is because um, it uses a sensor to gauge um, engine speed on the bell housing, and mm-hmm. the teeth of the two different flywheels are like completely different. Oh, so like okay. you could essentially bolt up a transmission from another car to my car, but the information that's being sent to that sensor it doesn't, doesn't make any it sense doesn't make to any it. sense yeah. to it. So, well, couldn't you just, like, pull out the motor that you have, put in a whole new motor and trans, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely could. And I've definitely thought about doing that. But it turns out... So, that's why I bought this other Volvo, was because it was running... It's a 240, which is Volvo's, like... Premier I, car. Yeah, yeah, premier car. It's like the one that's iconic. It's the one that everybody knows. <laughs> and it's also burgundy. It is also... It's the same color. Same color code. Um, no shit. Yeah, no shit. It's wild. Um, so I bought that car. It was out in ARP, which was wild. Drove it home. And then... I messed up the 240. I don't remember how I messed it up the first time. So I had to... I had to drive the wagon. I didn't really have a choice at the time because the weather was super bad for like a really long period of time. And I just had like a million things to do. So I did what I could to resurrect or what I thought was resurrecting my wagon. Didn't you have like the the whole like steering like all fucked up? Yeah, that was a part of it. Um, I did change the power steering rack on that car, which if any of you are listening... If a car is listed and it says, oh, it just needs a new power steering rack, don't buy it. Um, changing a power steering rack, easily one of, if not the most difficult thing I've done in my car. It's super tedious. Super, super tedious. There's a bunch of lines. Um, you have to disconnect like your tie rod ends and stuff. So you basically have to redo your alignment, mm. um, which I'm not going to pay somebody else to do. So I did do it myself, and it's fine. Seven seconds, I can let go of my steering wheel without it uh, veering either direction. So it's not bad. I'm gonna gonna call that a win for a thirty year old car. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, the 240 is really, really cool. Um, it's got an older engine style in it. It's like the previous, like the most previous generation to what's in my wagon, but the 240 has a really cool cam in it. So it sounds really lumpy Mm. and, um, has a really great platform for upgrading and stuff because it's all like, it's just, it's just a classic like iron block. Yeah. Like it's super heavy parts. And the cool thing is, is that, um, that was back when before Volvo was owned by Ford and they were still made in Sweden. Yeah. Cars, uh, cause some cars during that era were like manufactured in other places, mm-hmm. but both of mine, uh, were, uh, manufactured in Sweden and then shipped over here. Mm. So, which is also really, really cool. Um, but yeah, they're cool cars, man. Like in my wagon, which bless that car. <laughs> I, uh, we've not, we've not had an easy life together. I had a deer in that car. Jesus. Like preview, like probably a month before I blew the cat out. Um, I've been through all kinds of stuff in that car. So you basically drive a project car. Yes. I basically drive two project cars. <laughs> and two motorcycles. And two motorcycles, yeah. Are you going to get rid of anything? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like sometimes, okay, so seriously, sometimes I think about like, you know, I'm not, in general, I'm not a very materialistic guy. So yeah. when I go outside of my apartment and like I have two parking spots full of bikes and a car and then another car like off in the distance, it's it's hard to look at all of it and go, wow, do I need all of this? But at the same time, like, they're, to me, invaluable, like... Well, and, and it's it's like, th- these are the things that I own. I don't own a bunch of other shit. Like, th- this is the thing that I have. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I mean, you know, I don't collect a lot of, like, random stuff. Like, most of the things that I own are either, like, tools for what I would call, like, trades that I yeah. do. Um or their cars. Yeah, because it's either like, because you have a bunch of photography stuff. Yep. You have a bunch of car stuff. And yep. a lot of the tools because of the cars. Right. And then you have music equipment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much the summation of like everything I own. Yeah, which is funny because like I'm very different in that regard because I collect so many different types of shit. Like I have a, I have like a lot of sports memorabilia, whether mm. that be like trading cards, <laughs> jerseys, hats, fucking New York Giants helmet. New York Giants tapestry. It's a tapestry. It was like, that's a throw blank on it. It's my fucking house. And I can call it whatever I want. I thought it was a flag. Thank you. I, I will take that. I-, I do actually have a Dallas Stars flag, but it I need to get like a pole for it. It's mm. an apartment. I'm not going to, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I have, it's like a bunch of just like shit. I have like a whole like, um, a uh, whole vintage video game collection. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it, but then people are like, hey, well, you could just get like a Raspberry Pi and have like all that shit. I was like, I fucking know I can do that. All right. Yeah. But I like having the old consoles. Yeah. I I feel a lot the same way because a lot of the stuff that I own is vintage. Like, mm-hmm. my cars are vintage. Um, and for, for people that say, I, I, I'm starting to get really, like, annoyed by this. <laughs> stuff made in the 90s 
is now vintage. Like, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's 20, 20 years ago, 30 years ago was 1990 now. Like, yeah, 31. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry, <clears throat> it's vintage yeah. time. Like, but uh, most of my lenses are like you get one from like the 60s, don't you? Yeah, I actually, I actually own two. Um, from the 60s and they i mean they perform really really well which is why i buy a lot of this old stuff because like it's it's held it's, up it's held up and, it and if you could find job. it a lot of times people are like sell it for cheaper yeah i'm i'm a big fan of secondhand shit like yeah. most of the sports memorabilia and shit that i own is either a gift or i got it on ebay yeah like i don't like buying shit like brand new unless it's like a jacket or yeah. something but like jerseys uh a lot like almost all the cards I have were like printed in the nineties, eighties, you know, um, early two thousands. Yeah, most stuff that I own is secondhand, and yeah. I'm okay with that because we don't. Yeah, there's j- no problem. J- like just because you need something doesn't mean that that thing doesn't already exist. Like everything that you own doesn't have to be brand new. Yeah, I, I really hate that notion of like, oh, you got to have like a new couch. Like, oh, we got to get a new TV. Like, there's nothing wrong with my Sanyo. Yeah, it's just it's not a smart TV. Do I want a smart TV? Like, fuck no. Like, I just want to turn on and just watch regular television. Like, and see, that's Which makes where me it... sound super fucking boomer, but I don't need a computer built into my <laughs> goddamn TV. I have a computer for that reason. It's, ah, it pisses me. It just pisses me the fuck off. Where, like... See, that's, that is one thing where I do get a little different is, aside from photography equipment, like technology, Yeah, I love having, like cool new stuff that does cool stuff like because you have a samsung watch too right i also do have a samsung watch yeah and a samsung tv i'm not a samsung fanboy oh no you're good um they just happen to make really good stuff oh yeah like i've i've never had a phone that wasn't a samsung because i've never been disappointed by them yeah like oh yeah my my note nine like now a a two-year-old phone almost two and a half years Serves me really, really well. Yeah. I, I have no a, complaints. Mine's a Galaxy S10. Yeah. It has uh, 64 gigabytes internally. No, it has 128. And then I have a 32 gigabyte card that I put in it. Yeah. And the 7 that I had before, the only reason why I got rid of it is because it had a 32 uh, internal memory that was non-expandable. Mm. <clears throat> and if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have got this new phone. But since I have this, like, I should be set for a fucking decade. Yeah. Unless it's just loaded up with bloatware, but... The good thing about Samsung is most of the shit that you put on there, you can delete it. Like you have the option to. Yeah, yeah. I've oh man, I've gotten and, rid of so much stuff. And if if worst came worst, I could just go get get my phone rooted. Yeah. And like there. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. No, right. I I feel the same way about this. Like, I've never even really had to delete anything off my phone, except like, for your you know search history. But you know, there's that. I wish I I honestly wish that that part of my life was interesting enough to warrant deleting search history. Really, my, <laughs> my now we're getting to the whiskey Dan part of the show. My right? uh, my search history comprises of actually, I am I'm so confident I will. All right, I will let's read. Go. I will read. Incognito tabs have made this much less interesting now. Like, let me see your search history. It's like ha. I had incognito one when I was watching tranny porn, but <laughs> whatever. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember the last time I used incognito mode. Like 
I had to have been 20, 21 probably. No shit. Yeah. You just hardly ever use it. I just hardly ever use it. Like right. the only time I ever use it, I guess is when I want to know something that like could get me flagged by the FBI. <laughs> like I'm not going to say anything cause I, I'm not going to get this flagged. Right. But like, you know, just random thoughts that pop up in your head that you don't necessarily want, like, but, your targeting information to know. Yeah, but you just have a question. Yeah. And it needs to be answered. And it needs to be answered. Yeah, so I'm going to fucking look this shit up. All right, so, so what's your uh, search? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got restaurant supplies. Okay. Facebook. Um, a photography blog. Dropbox. USPS. Oh, some uh, Volvo wheels. Oh, there you go. Um, and then just a lot of work stuff. I yeah. Now, if yeah, you want to, my search history is like like Wikipedia links to like combat articles and shit. Where it, teacher guy. It's a. I'm like looking up like battles and conflicts that like don't really get taught in like American history courses a lot. It's like, hey, we're gonna learn about the Burma campaign today. <laughs> Between like the Japanese and the British in World War Two, hmm. find like shit like that fascinating. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like when our education system is taught from such a uniquely like American perspective, so American. But if you go to any other country, it's not like like they like if you go to a French school, they're going to teach from a French perspective. You yeah. go to a German school, they can teach from a German. Well, kind of because you don't allow them. It's like <laughs> <laughs> they literally will not. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of illegal. <laughs> To yeah. uh, talk about it, and and good on them because we can't trust them with the fucking army. Yeah, like like it, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> old, old W, he doesn't doesn't get old. No, uh, like if you like research like Japanese history, it's like from like Japanese schools, it's taught from the perspective of the Japanese. Yeah. As an American, that's the history that I want to know. Like, how did y'all feel about this? Yeah, no, for real. Like, I I really hate that one-sided perspective of, like, American schools. Like, we go through all this. Um, specifically, to me, like, Native American history mm -hmm. can really bother me. Like, I remember growing up in Washington State and, like, going on field trips and stuff. And we would go see, like, you know honestly just the regular like homes and uh important like landmarks and stuff of native american people from that area yeah and we got a lot of opportunities to like hear them speak and tell some stuff from their perspective and you know sometimes it was just drastically different oh yeah in like, like the most unfortunate way yeah i got a uh I got the opportunity to take a Native American history course uh, told from the perspective of the natives. And he prefaced the course. By, and, and the guy, the, the guy, the professor was a white guy from Ohio named Colin. So, <laughs> but the dude, the dude spoke English, Spanish, and Portuguese, spent a lot of time in South America. Brilliant. Brilliant professor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he had like a, affinities, right word, or for Native American culture and stuff like that. And he really dove into a lot of it, but he prefaced the course by like, hey, we're going to try to read between the lines as much as we can because so much is just fucking gone. Like, we, there, there's so much information that is just lost from their right. perspective. It's very similar to like, 
any uh any time that you try to learn about like, about like Persian history, you're learning it from the perspective of the Greeks who are like, oh, they're the bad guys, and here's ten reasons why. You know, if like anytime you want to learn about like Celtic history and you're learning it from a Roman perspective and it's like, oh, yeah, that's like total genocidal campaign that they felt was completely justified because like, oh, well, they have land and resources that we want. And they're like awful savage people who don't understand our language and they don't like our rules and customs and we're better than they are so we can conquer them. You know, and that's how the Americans and Canadians uh, talked a lot about the Native Americans. I love how it was like, oh, America did the... Like, oh, every fucking country over here did awful things to Native people. Oh, yeah, there's no... Nobody is excluded. The, the only one that I could say that's kind of gets like a pass is Paraguay. And Paraguay, because they had a, a military dictator who forced couples, like, hey, if you are European descent, you have to marry someone who is native. If you are native, you have to marry someone who is European. So that way we create our own ethnicity for the country. Oh. Which, because this was also in, like, the 1800s, so it was, like, yeah. you know, race much more, like, in the forefront of so many more people's minds, their own thing, and their language and stuff, and, like, not even that many people in Paraguay even speak Spanish today. A lot of them still speak, like, native, like, the native, I can't fucking remember what it is, but it's, like, the native family languages, whatever. Native language family, that's what it meant. And Paraguay was like, hey, you know what? We want more land, so we're going to fight Brazil, Argentina, and Uruguay all at one time. Got completely decimated, 90% of their male population died between the ages of 18 to 30. That's wild. Yeah, called the War of the Triple Alliance. Nobody fucking talks about that shit. Yeah, I like, didn't know about it. Horribly devastating conflict. Happened around the same time as the American Civil War. So, like, that level of technology. So, right before wow. we learn that we can, like, destroy the entire human race. But after we realize that, like, hey, rifling bullets is super effective. Yeah. So, yeah. But we were still, like, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Like, everybody fire! Yeah, that kind of shit. That, that, the idea of fighting that way has always been terrifying in my mind. Yeah, uh, but if you think about, um, and, and like, I remember asking me about that, like, this was, you know, we talked about the American Revolution, War of 1812, like, no, you lined up shoulder to shoulder, like, you would fire, and then you'd fall back, and then the line behind you'd move up, and they would fire, and they would fall back, and then as you fell back, you'd reload, so there'd be like a constant barrage of fire. Right. But you just line up like that. It's like that was the only like rifles and muskets were so like ineffective yeah. that you had to just have just massive volleys of your, shots. Your literal arm, your army was literally like a magazine. Yeah, like you had shots that case would reload, and yeah. then the next one was like loaded up, so to speak. And and like that's how it worked. In yeah, like you look at it now, like that's like a really inefficient way to do it. It's like yeah, but going for the technology of the time, yeah. You it was had, a strategy. Yeah, and, like, you had to have, like, the man... Same time you use, like, cavalry and artillery and flanking maneuvers and withdrawals and feigned withdrawals and stuff like that to try to trick your enemy into whatever. You know, nowadays, it's, you know, a lot different. Especially, Drone go boom. Yeah, well, especially depending on the terrain that you're fighting. And, like, back then, uh, you know, 1860, like, house-to-house -house fighting was not a thing. Yeah. Like, you didn't take over towns yard by yard. You just, you know, you would have a battle in a nearby field or forest or something like that that would determine where your armies were you know stuff like that and then you get to like world war one where it's like okay we're, we're in our trench and they're in theirs we're just gonna sit here for four years until we all die of gangrene and then <laughs> in the world war two a lot of house to house fighting a lot of like okay they're 50 yards right fucking there and we can't attack them we're gonna go yeah it's like because we're frozen here and they're frozen there and we all just want to eat and it's like 13 degrees outside that was a lot of world war two Fucking awful. Yeah, dude. 
I also like think about that too as far as climate in general like our climate has changed so much in the last hundred plus years or whatever oh yeah sure but you got to think like it gets kind of cold now they got cold back in the day oh yeah for sure like and, and now and like that was at a point in time like when like you know electricity it was like not a thing yeah and it was like you know hey it's it's not going to get above 40 degrees all day it's like, oh, that that sounds like a pretty good day today. Yeah. But back then, when your only reliance on like staying warm was either body heat or burning wood, yeah, you know, like how do you stay warm when it's forty two degrees outside and right. rainy? Well, you don't have like the same kind of building practice. You yeah. know, you don't have the same kind of like building tech, like like thinking forwardly about like insulating homes for things like that and. Yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. That kind of thing, like, environmentals, I think, really amplify the severity of a situation. Like, things around you that you just can't control. Yeah. And, and like, the, I think humans in the last couple hundred years, last hundred years or so, have tried to just edge out of the environment so much. Rather than try to work with it, we wind up actively wind up working against it. Yeah. Um, like you can take, cause we want to beat it. Yeah. You can take any fucking urban population center, whatever you want to call it. And like use that as a case study for this, because talk about the Pacific Northwest a second ago, you know, Seattle, like the whole Seattle sound used to be like super like hilly and mountainous. And then they just like cut away all of the Hills. It's called the regrade system. And like, and it happened in like the thirties and they just cut away all these Hills and like downtown Seattle, super fucking flat. It's not, it's not, downtown Seattle's not supposed to be as flat as Oklahoma. Literally, like, no part of Washington State is that flat. Mm-mm. And they were like, hey, we're, we're going to fix the environment to make it work for us rather than you working in the environment that you live in. Yeah. Um, and it, it just goes to show the arrogance of humans. Yeah. But then when you have, like, a winter storm like we had last month it, it goes to show that like uh, yeah you try as you might it doesn't really fucking matter like if, if, if yeah. the if the world if the power of the earth wants to kill you it totally can 100 percent can and yeah. will if yeah. you're not prepared for it yeah like there was apparently like a lady in tyler like lives in like an old folks home and she like went out to her car to get her walker and she like slipped on the ice fell and like froze to death it's like nobody knew that somebody had left that's and, insane yeah and you just like, what are you fucking fighting in battle of Stalingrad here? This is East Texas for Christ's sake. <laughs> in 2021. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, God, people are still freezing to death out there. Like it's real. And like, I, you get that feeling a lot. I get that feeling a lot. If I'm out on the beach, mm. like if I'm like chest deep in water on the beach, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to fucking die. Like, it, <laughs> like something could totally kill me. Like, 100%. Especially if there's, like, a strong riptide. Like, that is a scary fucking feeling. Or if you're, like, on, like, a mountaintop, and then you see, like, kind of, like, a rocky ledge, and you're like, oh, like, one misstep, and I, like, my fucking, uh, you know, femur is going to go through my, you know, yeah. <laughs> my chest. For real. Yeah. Like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I think about that a lot. And specifically about water, because humans, on average, are buoyant in water. Yeah. We don't think about it as having force or like having weight, 
but like water's heavy dog water is very heavy and sh- and when it gets moving <sighs> yeah like like one it, of the scariest things on the whole world like tsunamis terrifying, terrifying. yeah it, it oh and like God. i love how tsunami is a twofold thing it's an earthquake yeah that causes a massive wave yeah. and then there's there's literally nothing that can no, stop it literally nothing the, like, the only the only thing you can save you is be far enough back yeah <laughs> but literally your only option yeah like yeah i'm i mm-hmm. japan's cool i do not want to live there yeah. like between the volcanoes um tsunamis <laughs> cat girls you know wanting to invade <laughs> half of asia i'm okay with not living there i'm okay with not living there also japanese people super fucking racist that's true like uh it, it's so funny like people don't understand that there's like a hierarchy of like races in asia and then you get people on fucking twitter like white people in america like bitch it's fucking everywhere yeah. it, it's not just the united states and granted like it's not great in the united states but it's a lot fucking better than other places that yeah. are quote-unquote developed nations yeah like go to europe it's like yeah they're all white and they all hate each other yeah <laughs> no uh yeah french like french people bad people mm. not okay that's that's a generalization, and I don't mean that. But like, I I took French for four years in high school. Oh no shit! I was an AP student. Damn, fucking nerd! What the fuck happened? Yeah, not a lot. I can tell you that. <laughs> AP student couldn't <clears throat> get through junior college. Même uh, <laughs> je parle français maintenant encore. Donc, uh, I don't know what that. It means. worked. Okay. Yeah. Um. But no, like you learn a bunch of stuff about French culture, and they try to roll in like um, as much like French news and like, like happenings and stuff. Yeah, like uh, current events, uh, and history music, and media, stuff. Yeah. film. Like the French film industry is actually like a huge fucking deal. Oh, super huge deal! And, and it annoys the hell out of me that like in America, it's like. It's like, oh, like, fucking China's owning half of Hollywood, so, like, all of our media is... It's like, dude, you can watch an Italian film with subtitles. Like, quit being, a, like, a rat bastard and just read your goddamn television. Yeah, just, if you don't want to... If you don't want to watch American media, don't watch it. Like, we, There's... We, like, we live in the age of the internet, so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I, and, I, I hate that argument. Ugh. And, because it's 2021, there are literal, like... A million options to get to, like, another country's internet. Yeah, VPNs. This episode is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> um, th- uh, I wish. Th- uh, a while back, we had a Celtic, uh, we had a Celtic honey liqueur. Actually, it was the episode before this. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it's, it's called honey liqueur. I was like, this episode is sponsored by honey. I, that, I fucking wish. That, that was a callback to that joke. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm glad that you are an avid listener. Oh, man. Uh, I, I wish I got NordVPN to sponsor this shit. That would be the Any tits. sponsor. Dude, fucking please. This alcohol is killing me. Uh, I mean, like my pocketbook and my liver, but, you know, whatever. OnlyFans sponsors. I, w- would you have an OnlyFans? I asked this to fucking everybody Okay, so. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> we finally got one. Okay. Has everybody said no? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, here we M- go. M- most people have said, no, I'm not going to pay money for, like, to watch somebody else jack off or whatever. Oh, I thought you said, 
what I create on OnlyFans. Oh, okay, oh, both. I mean, w- would you would you subscribe to someone's OnlyFans? No, we live in the age of the internet. If I really want to see some tits, I can just fucking Google tits. Or you can just be like, hey, uh, lady Wife. who's been living with me for like years, <laughs> did you want to get naked in front of me like real quick? Just yeah. science. Yeah, j- just for science. Like, yeah, I like science. Yeah. Yeah, so you can do that. I love doing that with Ashley because, you know, why would I want to see some girl who's clearly had an abused childhood just get railed by, like, <laughs> just, like, four loco-sized dicks? Yeah. When it's like, or I could just, like, look at Ashley naked and, like... And she'll touch me. Yeah. like and Not like, Ashley, but, I mean, my... You yeah. Know. You know, I mean, Ashley doesn't really want to, but, like, she's like, fine, you paid for dinner, I'll just... And then, you know... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, sound effect. Yeah. I would totally make an OnlyFans, though. You, uh, what, what would you just be like? You just whacking your dick? <sighs> it would be a mixture of content. I'm sure I would have some, like, specifically lewd content, yeah. like, of, like, sexual acts or whatever. But I think I would definitely be into, like, like, hot dad-themed stuff. Okay. Like, that there is definitely a fucking one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I could just be, you know, like naked working on my car or something, you know, doing the whole dad thing or like, you know, got my dick out while I'm cooking breakfast or something. I don't know, but for sure, like, if if I had like the right confidence level at this stage in my life, one hundred percent would have an OnlyFans. Okay, I, I can totally respect that. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, and also, like, you know, if people were willing to pay for that, like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll make an extra $40 a month. Yeah, I wish somebody paid me for this fucking... <laughs> if, if, I got a, if I got a dollar a listener per episode, I oh. would have, like, $8. Hey, which is <laughs> more than you wouldn't have had. You are correct. Um, yeah, I... This is what okay. I am. I'm on Reddit probably too fucking much, and mm. I, I fucking hate it. Like I hate. <laughs> I hate how much. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate how much I'm on Reddit, and sometimes I'm you know drunk or inebriated by other means, and I'll usually drunk, just wasted, and I'll get on Reddit, and then somehow or another I find myself on like these really just odd like fetish subs. I don't know how. It's like a like you, it starts off with me like I just want to look at anime girl tits, so I'll just go like on hentai. Yeah. Oh, and, and then they've got like, um, you might also like this up. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, cool. What's the? And then like, and then it goes from like that to like cosplay to like, hey, like, ooh, watch as my husband films me while I get fucking like ravaged by this other guy. And I'm like, are how they? Did I get here. And then and then every time I see that, I'm like. Are there that many people that are into getting cucked, or are they just putting that title on there? Right. Oh, like all the step sibling. No, no. Okay. Garbage? Like, okay. Yeah. Like the step sibling shit. Like I know that that's fake. Right. But, like, I know, but it's that same level of yeah, like. Yeah, but it, it, it's because these people make their own content. They usually have like an OnlyFans. Yeah. And it's like oh, th- I this, see what you're and saying. And then like a dude is plowing the girl. Yeah. And then like obviously somebody's recording it yeah. because you know the camera's moving and and like in the caption would be like oh like. Husband records while I get plowed by the bull, and I'm just like, what? Like, is how did you get there? I don't know, man. I was drunk. No, I mean, like, how as a person, like behind the camera, 
watching your girl get plowed by another dude like how do you arrive i don't know but there? but but is is that actually the guy's like is that actually the girl's husband or is it just like some dude that's yeah, like, like, hey, like, would you mind recording this like slamming ham? We'll give you like 20%. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if I had a couple and I have a couple of couples in mind, they're like, hey, would you mind running the camera while we plow? And I'm like, all right. Like, I, I'd do it. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this is going to sound, I think this is going to sound kind of douchey. As a photographer, like, yeah, I could definitely set aside the fact that like a i know these people and b i'm gonna watch somebody like have sex i think i to- I could totally set that aside for like compensation yeah 40 like, I bucks could, yeah i could totally take photos whatever like yeah at this point i'm really just down to shoot whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- that is not an invitation for you to make a porno with me but no no, no, no. Okay. i um <laughs> i mean if you want <laughs> I, you let me know. I have, um, and I'm like, and it, it's it's best with my brother. And I'll do the original version that I'll. Tell you. It's a any time that there's like a guy gets a girlfriend, they be dating, going steady for a couple months or whatever, and I'll be like, hey man, I got my Canon. If you ever want like some boudoir pics, let me know. I'll give you the friend price. <laughs> I'm like, let me know. I'll give you the family price. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. <laughs> Just Jesus Christ. Uh, that's terrible yeah and like uh i i love being like i love having like a character in my head where it's like a sleazy like east coast version of me basically carl from aquatine hunger Force. right yeah of course i love being that person and part of me wishes that i was that but at the same time like uh, that is not a healthy lifestyle like at all whatsoever yeah. um but the problem is that in my mind there's like four different characters that I have four or five different characters of me and I have to like play them every day. Yeah. Otherwise then like the sitcom sucks. The the, the sitcom of my life that, you know, Wh- whiskey Dan's fucking sitcom. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I hate it. I, I love it and hate it at the same time. I know what you mean. I'm definitely the kind of person who, and some people will be like, Oh, that's, you're just being fake. Like, hang on. It's, it's, deeper than that like you you don't understand i have to like put on a different hat for like every part of my day like there's yeah the hat hat i wear at home like the hat i wear at work like i would say overall like my personality is consistent but like everything down to like mannerisms both verbally and physically um a whole like there's well, like, there's a whole uh like list of like micro like attributes yeah well it, it's like like very different than like me and ashley you're also a like, fucking teacher that that is true but it, it, but even more so like i cannot i cannot be whiskey dan at my fucking job obviously. yeah no shit You'll like get, all right you little fuck, fucking kids you're gonna learn today you dumb son of a bitch like you can't fucking say that to children yeah i mean i mean you can once <laughs> You get exactly one time. Yeah. So, it, like, me and a buddy up at work, we always make the joke, like, I mean, you can punch a kid once. <laughs> like, like you, you, you can do it. You get one time. So, you better make it count, because you're not, like, you're not going to be working for very long. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it, I, I feel that a lot. Um, so, for the listeners who don't uh, know, uh, Chris is one of the integral parts of Lenny and the D, and... So... Uh, Integral is um, 
I'm honored. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Without you, we would suck more. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we still suck. Yeah. Um, I think we're... Man, we've made so much progress since this time last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, my one of my best friends, he was like, yeah, I got that recording one time y'all were playing up Yamato, and those drummers just fucking suck at ass. And then I was like, dude, that was like nine months ago that that happened. Like, it's been a while. Like, I sucked. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I still suck, but yeah. Um, I just want to play it like an actual show. Like, I yeah, just, no, I, I just want to play a show so bad. But what's funny is that it, it the, you know, Lenny and the D, uh, we're, we are the backup for Lenny, and Lenny uh, likes to pick a lot of cover songs, which I'm cool with. Yeah, that's cool. Some of the covers, fucking tight. Yeah. Some of the covers, I fucking hate. <laughs> you, mm, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I really enjoy like 85% of the music we play. Yeah, no, I... But there's like four songs where I'm like, God damn it, I can't fucking... Well, and then it's like he hears that you don't want to play it, and then it's like, that's all we're working on for 35 minutes. And he just like reinforces it. And then like, I'm sitting here just sucking ass trying to play this one fucking part, and you're just sitting there like, I... I'm like air drumming, like patting on my fucking... And, and, and then we all play together. Then you're like, God damn it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I've never heard this shit before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nobody has. Nobody has. It's fucking, yeah. Yeah, and he does this thing where, like, he doesn't introduce it all. He's like, oh, hey, guys, we're going to do a new song today. <laughs> and, then, and then he just starts fucking playing it. And I was like, hey, can we hear And it's it? not, it doesn't sound anything. It never sounds anything like the track. Like, it's it's... Like he'll he'll find like a fundamental part of the song and then work on that first, yeah. which is the best way to learn a best song. way to learn a song. However, it's like I need to hear the whole thing. <laughs> I need yeah, I need a reference. Yeah. Like, yeah, your your solo guitar part to a melody that I've never heard before does not help me at all. Yeah, well, and then on top of that, it's a uh, I am horrible at sight reading. Like back when I was in high school band, I could not sight read for shit. You cannot sight read, dude. <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> damn it, you said my name too. Um, oh, dang it. It's, it's all good. Um, ah, God damn it. There we go. Yeah, so, yeah, I cannot sight read for shit. And, and I'm okay with that. And the only way that you can work on that is by sight reading more. And you know how, like, much I want to go and sight read? Not at all. Not at all. Honestly, that was my least favorite part about doing... Um, like UIL orchestra stuff was having to do sight reading stuff like sight reading solos and doing like group sight reading stuff. Yeah. That was the worst because like, I know I can sight read. I can read really well. I can still read really well. Like I have books that help me keep up with it. Um, that I tried, I try to work out of like at least once a week. Right. But, but, yeah, in when I was in school, peak. Like yeah. Super super good at it and my friends who weren't, especially my friends in the bass section who just couldn't read, I was like, "Dude, you guys suck." Like I we would be <laughs> we would be playing like we would be in the UIL room like competing. Like the like is it is actually time. Yeah. And I can hear my friends sucking. I just Come on, man. Bro, what the fuck are you doing over there? 
Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm terrible at sight reading, and I'm okay with it. I've accepted. Yeah. Fuck it, you don't uh, literally any anybody who is not actually like a professional musician, a gigging musician, somebody yeah. who would actually need to be able to look in minutes and be able to play it ten minutes after that. Yeah, f- fucking useless. See, see, for me, so much of music is muscle memory. Yeah. Like so much of it in like and things like I am really good at jamming because I understand like, hey, these note patterns work well together. Like yeah. if we're playing in the key of fuck G. Yeah. Like I know what three notes of the mm. base of that and G. I could just like fucking I can just I can just wham on that shit. <laughs> and then I start and apparently that don't sound good enough. Oh Jake. Okay. Apparently so all the people who don't understand music theory, uh first and foremost it's well, of fucking, which of which Jake is one of. Okay. I I, I grasp the concept <laughs> of it, but I don't understand the application. So let me explain. Music theory basically all the notes, uh like let's say you have like the starting note E. Fuck it. That's that would be like one, right? Yes. And then so then there's a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. seventh of it. And yeah, then yeah. an eighth would be another E because there's only seven notes sentence because there's flats and sharps. But there's only seven notes. So typically speaking, um if it's if you're playing on one, like a four yep. usually sounds good. Yep. Seven sounds good. Eight sounds good. Or like a that's the octave, yeah. Yeah, like if, if you're using octaves, sometimes you'll hit other shit like that. There's certain numbers that work well. Numbers that don't work well is one and two. One and two sounds really shitty unless it's in like specific uh, applications. Yeah. Um, fifths are super common. Like fifths get used oh, all the time. Oh, dude, country music. Yeah, all fifths. Yeah, one and five. Like super, but like six. Who the fuck uses six? Only funk. Yeah. Funk, when I'm playing like funk runs, especially like funk jams, that's the only time I ever use a six Mm -hmm. is because you can slide into the six from a flat seven and just boom. Because uh, music at its core is all math. And it's basically, it's super simple, the arithmetic. Sonic math. Yeah, with with sound behind it to prove its theory. And some numbers work together and some numbers don't. And although with some of the shit fucking bands that have came out that have been super fucking popular, <laughs> you could argue that any number works. Who gives a fuck of music theory? If fucking Panic at the Disco can be a fucking successful band, then music theory doesn't need to exist. It's fu- I fucking hate Panic at the Disco. I sw- he's, he's going off right now. Dude, I fucking hate Panic at the Disco. That fu- like, <laughs> oh my, His voice, it it's makes me want death to... Death of a bachelor. Okay, it, it makes me want to hurt people, all right? It makes me like, I'm a fan of Bleak He does. He does have one of those voices that I hear and go, you're a chode. Yeah, it's like, hey, why don't you go gargle some cock more, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. It's So, yeah. So, next time that Lenny and the D is rehearsing, and they're like, hey, Dan, quit playing a third. I'm going to be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Play whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to be back like, hey, Dan. Stop sucking ass. <laughs> That's fair. You could say that. I know I'm the weak link, okay? <laughs> so for, well, I get, nobody knows because nobody knows who I am. Um, I played drums in the band with Lenny and the D. Um, drums are not my principal instrument. Bass, the instrument that Dan plays, yeah. is my principal instrument. So when, when he just, when I, when I fuck up and I, <laughs> and I turn and look at Chris and Chris gives us a look like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Well, and then like I can't explain anything to Dan because I just because of how my brain works and like my personality and stuff, I'll just explain everything. Mm-hmm. Like down to like 
how you should like hold your finger in a certain place when you're on this part of the fretboard, like minuscule shit that is not helpful in that time. I just can't help but saying it. Like yeah. I'm, it, the whole spiel is coming out. And then, and then and I wound I don't up talk. And then I wound up thinking about 19 different things, and I'm just trying to play <laughs> A and E. And then, and then th- this is what I fucking hate. Maybe it's because I'm retarded, but <laughs> there, there are sometimes like when it's in music when it's like. No, dude, you're not playing that right. Like you're not accent, you're not emphasizing that. No, you're emphasizing you're not feeling the wrong it right, dude. Yeah, like that when it's like when it's a when it's a very subjective word, and it's like no, no, no. Like you hear how this like dunna sounds different than what you're playing because you're going dunna and I'm playing dunna, and it's, like, it's the same. It's the fucking same. Like like little shit like that like bothers me so fucking much, and, and I think and I think the reason why is because like. I I love music. I fucking love music. But at the same time, um, I'm also a type. I'm a type of individual who cannot bother with the minute details of things because I need to look at the bigger picture. And yeah. and I think that that's why I would be very very bad at. I need to be really good or really bad at like in a combat situation mm-hmm. because combat situation. I'm either going to be like, well, wh- what is the overall like importance of taking this single objective why can't we just bypass it but at the same time i can yeah, also like you would be a good strategist but not a good field player yeah but like it but at the same time like if i'm the lowest ranking in like a combat like private corporal like whatever something like that i think i would be totally okay because it's like oh no that is my objective i just need to accomplish that that's i all oh, i have to do is just okay so the japs have that i'm using that term because like because Let's. I'm on Pelalu in my mind right now. We're pretending it's World War Two. Yes, we're pretending. We're we're, we're role playing here, and I'm like, look, the Japs have that pillbox right there. I have to run up there with the satchel charge and throw it up in there. Otherwise, the other six guys in my, you know, these six guys in my platoon are going to get cut in half by their MG. So I I can I can understand and quantify that, but I can also understand and quantify grand strategy. However, with music. I understand, like, hey, we got to get from the beginning of the song to the end of the song, and the details that I'm, that I understand it's like hey we got to stay in the key we got to stay in the tempo and we have to you know keep the energy going through the entire song but when it's little shit like oh you're not playing that staccato enough <laughs> and yeah it, it's like motherfucker i'm playing on a $200 bass do you really think hey, i understand your bass might be a $200 bass but it's one of my f- one of the favorite Dude, it is so I've fucking tight. That, yeah, it's so lightweight. It's so sick. It's so lightweight. Yeah, playing that bass. It it is a, it's a Squire Jaguar bass. And it reminds me of when I first started playing bass. Like picking up that bass feels like the first time I picked up bass like every time. I don't know what it is about it, but like it just inspires like this childish feeling of like oh Bass. Like, oh shit, I can do this. I yeah. can do this. The first bass I played was my dad's Ibanez Roadster 2. The one well, that I showed you. That thing is... Very unorthodox. and Super unorthodox. And maybe that explains why I play the way I do. Yeah. Because I started out on something so different. Because like so many people like that play bass and that are good at it. Like, oh no, I was a sophomore in high school and I started playing in jazz band and I played on a Fender. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. Like, I got on my dad's music equipment out and just started dicking around on a Japanese style bass that was made in the early eighties that hadn't been made since. And yep. nobody taught me how to do any of this shit until like I started jamming with with Lenny and we started playing. Yep. And that was it. 
And so most of everything that I know comes from either me just dicking around or him drilling it into my head. Like, nah, this is how you got to do it. <laughs> and I, I bitch about it a lot. I do. But I am so thankful for the way that he does teach me. And since we're related, he can be a dick to me. And it's okay. Because, like, if he talked to me the way he talked to you, like, or anybody else, they'd be like, fuck you, dude. I'm good. I don't need to listen to this shit. Yeah. Like, with me, it's like, no, uh, he is my only ticket to ever playing, uh, like, concerts. So, yeah. nah, I gotta listen to him. And honestly, like, he teaches you in a way that is super, like, standard. Like, when he stops everything and starts going over, like, small parts and we rehearse like the same thing over and over again super like mm-hmm. classroom standard like lenny does a really good job of the teaching part yeah for sure well that's uh that's half that's half the mickeys yeah that's half of the fu- i mean these things are you you can't if you could chug a 40 what what happened to you in your life <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate, like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. Also, isn't it so interesting, like, when you drink beer? Beer specifically. Because you could say alcohol, but it's beer specifically. Mm-hmm. Your bladder just fills up. I think it's because uh, beer just has simply more fluid content. Yeah. You know, when you drink a shot, that's like a... Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, even drinking, like, a bunch of mixed drinks. Like, you never have to pee as much as you yeah. do. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, like, once you piss, you break the seal, and you just start, like, you might as well just have a bucket. <laughs> You're just going to keep... What the fuck is it about fucking bar restrooms? Like, hey, every fucking bar, every fucking bar, it's like, hey, we're going to put one toilet in one urinal. Y'all figure it out. Like... Yeah, I really don't understand what that's about. Like, like every bar should have, like, a Bucky's-level fucking restroom. Like, six toilets... You know, <laughs> somebody in there making sure the shit's clean. It, it's fucking bullshit. Well, you know what it probably is? What? It, it's probably about the maximum occupancy allowed by the fire department. Mm-hmm. And they just put and they just whatever. Put the minimum. The minimum restroom required for that. That is so occupancy. fucking bullshit. I don't know that that's true, but I imagine that's that would that, to- that totally sounds like believable, at least. Yeah. Um, see, what gets me about just... I usually go to Clicks all the fucking time. I used to play at Clicks a lot. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh cool thing about Clicks, or actually really shitty thing about Clicks, is that the men's... Re- I, I'm 5'7", not tall, all right? <laughs> In the men's restroom, I swear to God, the bottom of the urinal was, like, even with my dick. So I had to, like, put it at, like, a perpendicular, like, parallel to the floor. And so it just piss, which just my own fucking piss just splashes on me. And so I, every time I had to go piss in the damn stall. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking horseshit. Like, I had that experience one time, and like, I'm not necessarily a short dude. I'm 5'11. That's like, yeah, super standard, whatever. One time, I, and I wish for the life of me I could remember where it was, but I will never forget this urinal. It was literally like mouth of the urinal was touching my testicles. <laughs> like, that- like I have a 33 inch inseam. Like why is that fucking urinal <laughs> so tall? I, I greatly prefer the urinals that just go all the way to the floor. Yeah. Give me the kid urinal. Because yeah, like okay. I, okay. I, I, I go to kid urinals all the fucking time because I'm five fucking seven. I'm entitled to be able to use a goddamn kid urinal. Well, not only that, but you get to piss against like the flat surface. Yeah. 
of the thing instead of into the bowl where it like splashes. And, and, and I love and half the time there's like other people's piss in it. Yeah. Uh, well, and I love the fucking urinal inserts <laughs> that have like the oh splash guard plus. Yes. You're like Splash Guard plus my ass. I'm covered in piss, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, wait, okay, I used to work at Studio Movie Girl, and, oh, and, they, and, and and they had those, but it had like all like the little spikes on them, so it actually worked. And when you pissed on it, it gave like the smell of it like came out more. <laughs> and every time I took a piss up there at work, I would like make it my my like job to like try to cover the entire thing because it would so foam it would smell, up, yeah. so you could see it and like, oh yeah, I'm accomplished now. <laughs> yeah, those fucking splash guard things, fucking bullshit. Fucking like, 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 like the, the flat ones where it just looks like a doormat in there. It's like this is this isn't doing anything. This is probably this is super arguably, glad that's in there, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, arguably making it worse. <laughs> Honestly, I'm super sure that's just in there, especially in Texas, so people don't spit their fucking dip. Yeah, dude. There's always like dip and chewing gum in urinals. Dip and chewing gum, uh, like every urinal. Berkshire's urinal. It, it's like, bro, him. There is a trash can like six right steps away. You could have spit it out on your way to the toilet. Yeah, like you fucking dickhead. Like, why didn't you? Now I got to piss on your fucking gum, you asshole. Not only that, but like, um, just like the smell of dip packs that have urine on them. Mm. Rancid. Yeah, I, I like a, I like chewing tobacco. You do. I do it um, usually in the summertime. Cause mm. and, and, and the reason being, let me explain. When you're outside doing like yard work in the summer, it makes it just so much. You're like, like it's almost like having a cup of coffee without dehydrating. It keeps your mouth like kind of moist, so you're not just like you know get like cotton mouth or anything from it. Mm. Like mowing mowing the yard and putting in like a chew, it's it's a whole fucking mood, man. <laughs> it is a whole fucking mood. That's the most Texan thing I've ever. Dude, heard. it it's it's nice. Fucking some Levi Garrett, some Red Man. Mm, oh it's I, now I'm fucking getting the hankering for it again because it's warming up. Uh, I'll it is get, warming up. I'll either get chew or I'll get plug. In the wintertime, you don't want to do that because it's like it's cold. You don't want to like spittle and all that other this shit. This doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't feel right. In, in the wintertime, cigars and pipes. Summertime, definitely chew. I don't like dip and I do not like cigarettes. See, that's the problem is, like, I kind of like cigarettes. I like unfiltered cigarettes. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I like bad cigarettes, too. Like Chesterfields? No, like Marlboro Red 100s. Oh, like bad for you cigarettes. Yeah, bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shit that'll kill you. Yeah, man. I mean, they all will. But uh, I actually, unironically, really enjoy Chesterfields. Like Chesterfield Reds. I've never had one. They're, they're cheaper, but they're still fucking $6 a pack Yeah, now. every fucking pack of cigarettes is... Six plus dollars. I stopped smoking when Camel Wides were six twelve. They were six dollars twelve cents a pack, and that was in twenty seventeen. That's when I quit buying cigarettes regularly. I quit buying cigarettes regularly in twenty nineteen. I think. Yeah, and, and you're also a little younger than me too. Hmm? You're also a little younger than me. Too. Right. Yeah. So it's it's about I would say it's about like the same kind of time frame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a pack of Marble Red 100s was yeah, like 656 or something like that. Old cowboy killers. Old cowboy killers. Well, I bought a bag of like quote unquote pipe tobacco, but it's actually cigarette rolling tobacco. I have a cigarette roller. I got some papers. If I really want a fucking cigarette, I will roll that. And that, which is sick, yeah. Yeah, and and that bag of tobacco cost me fifteen bucks. 
Yes. And you can load it in a pipe. It burns super quick, but holy shit, because it's cigarette tobacco, not pipe tobacco. So burn, whole different thing of tobacco. Pipe tobacco, for those of you who don't know, is usually cured. They usually have some kind of aromatic put in it. It's got, it's kind of sticky. Um, and then cigarette tobacco is dry, really dry. But the nicotine content is super fucking high. So when you pack like a smoking pipe, like a tobacco pipe with that, and you just like pack it all in there and smoke it like a pipe, it's like smoking half pack of cigarettes at once. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you you walk away like, damn, I'm 15, just had my first cigarette. You're, like, buzzing, like, hard. I, I don't even smoke that much anymore, but I've gotten to a point where, like, I'm so used to, like, high levels of nicotine at once. Like, one cigar doesn't even do anything for me. That's crazy. Yeah. But on the other side, fucking weed, like... Two hits, and I'm like, I'm good. I'll leave the, <laughs> like, I'll leave, I'll just smoke out of the same bowl for seven fucking days. Yeah. But, yeah, which makes weed super cheap. Now, I used to be a cheap drunk. I used to be like, oh, man, four beers, I'm fucked up. Now I drink a 40 and a six-pack, and I'm like, I guess I'll go to bed. I'm full. I'm not even buzzed yet. It fucking, dude, being, like, having an alcohol tolerance kind of sucks. I will, I'll agree. Like, I don't necessarily drink that much, but my tolerance to alcohol is super high Mm -hmm. so yeah like even i mean we're two-thirds down yeah just about with this 40 i fucking love mickey's honestly i'm i'm having a good time i'm glad it's it's (laughs) it's it's nice to drink like it's easy i and i'm not i'm not fucked up like i'm just chilling yeah um but yeah it fucking sucks like i go to you know, most of the time when I go to a bar, I just order a double tangeray on ice. That's my thing. Um, but I get it to, like, drink socially. Yeah. I don't get it because it's going to get fucked up because it's not. Right. Um, see, with me, it actually is voiced your concern about this. I love drinking alone. <laughs> like, I am, like, I'll, I'm a social drinker. I'm an alone drinker. Like, there was one night during, like, and this was when the two-week lockdown was kind of ending and shit but i was still like i was working full-time going to work you know just with the mask on basically and i had and i wasn't working the next day i had uh, 13 beers by myself (laughs) i watched two comedy specials and saving private ryan like all in one night i was just like i was laughing i was crying it was yeah and then i i what I did, I was I was at my computer, so I'm like I was just stacking up the beer cans, and I was like, I ain't going to bed till I can clear the table. And then like I stacked the cans like you know top to bottom, just stacking up, and I cleared the table, and I was like, let's see how high I can get it. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, shit, I had thirteen fucking beers. And Ashley was like, you should you should probably stop. I did after that day, I didn't drink for a week. I was like, yeah, right, yeah, I'll do that with White Claw. Really? I'll, I'll, I gotta yeah, get dude, White Claws on the show. Dude, I will drink an entire pack of White Claw. No shit. Well, no shit. Because it's, it's, no questions asked. It's basically Topo Chico with like a little bit of flavoring. Yeah, dude. It's like but alcoholic. Um, I bought, uh, when you know couldn't find fucking bottled water, yeah. I bought an off-brand Topo Chico. It's made by Jaritos, which is the same the people that make like the yeah, sodas yeah. and shit. And they just have just fucking mineral water. And it was like seven, eight bucks for a 12-pack. Not bad. Yeah, dude. It, it, it's, it's not the Topo Chico name brand, but it, it's the same fucking shit. I mean, Jarritos is legit, bro. Yeah. I got a few of them. Left. It, it's, they call it like Agua Minerala or whatever. So yeah. Just mineral yeah, yeah. water, you know. And yeah, I'm like, damn. If 
Fucking, I, I, I am so tired of people like, uh, like mineral water. That's just like, it dehydrates you more. Like, first of all, no one fucking no, knows. No, it's not. And if you're drinking water, I promise you will be hydrated. And secondly, um, it, if you're having like, if you're having like two or three beers yeah. and you're like, oh, I want to have something fizzy, but I kind of want a water too. Fucking mineral water. That's how I quit drinking soda, dude. Just like, just like I eat. By like, drinking sparkling water. Yeah. Because like most of my enjoyment from soda comes from carbonation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those fucking plebs that relies on salt and sugar to get flavor out of things. Yeah, gross. So I just, yeah, I'll drink the fucking Pamplemousse LaCroix because it's taste, it tastes good. Dude, I, I love tap water. Like I, I Certain tap water, I can get down with. I, I have a filter. That's why mine's no, like yeah, yeah. totally tolerable. Otherwise, South Tyler water is garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Tyler's water right now. Not a one. Yeah. Well, my parents um, up in Dad, up in uh, Hawkins area, they there's a Nestle water plant that Ozarka bottles out of. Their fucking Falk tap water is the same aquifer. So they just get you know Ozarka bottled water out of their tap for free, and it comes out at about 62 degrees. So it's like, mm, mm, it's so just like fucking, oh. You literally just put your mouth under the yes. freaking faucet. So I am like so used to just drinking tap water. Yeah. And then like what sucked is that like the tap water that I grew up with as a kid, fucking S tier. Yeah. So like when I would go and visit like my cousins out in Abilene, Texas, they have like D tier, like barely <laughs> drinkable shit might be swimming in at level water. Like it's definitely not clear. Like, like have you ever drank liquid chalk? <laughs> No. That's what, like, uh, take take tap water, break up, like, two sticks of chalk in it, stir it all together. <laughs> That's what Abilene water tastes like. See, up north, we have the same thing. Um, lots of aquifers up north. And the one for Spokane, um, which is where I lived, mm-hmm. was just divine. Like, that water was so freaking good. A lot of it was, like, snow milt that's, like, been underground for, like, 45 years. So, it's, like, all, like, filtered with all the iron and the coppers oh, and the sediment dude, and shit. Oh, that yeah. water is so fucking I bet, good. I bet and moving to Texas, not only... First of all, moving to Texas is a culture shock all in, like, its own thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the water here, bro... Doo-doo. A whole different ballgame. Doo-doo. Yeah, my, uh, my dad... The uh, reason why I'm a big Giants fan... My dad's from Long Island. When he was 10, they moved to Abilene, Texas. That's fucking garbage. He was... This is in 1973. (laughs) Goes from fucking New York City to Abilene, Texas. All right? He is 10 years old. 1973. In 1973, Long Island is cool. Yeah, 1973, Abilene, 1940, Abilene, Texas. And he... When he went to... Fucking racist. Yeah, when he went to school... And, you know, there's a lot of Mexicans that live out there. He yeah. thought they were Indians. Oh, my God. Like, but he's from Long Island. Like, yeah, what, what he's he, like, from white He was the only Protestant kid on his fucking block. Everybody else is either Catholic or Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> like, him and his sisters were the only Protestants. And when they got to uh, Abilene and they were living out there, and it was just such a cold... Like, his accent, his New York, his Long Island accent was thick enough to where, like, those were, like, a really thick, like, West Texas accent. They literally said, that boy is retarded. Get him in the special ed room. And they put him in special ed classes. And so he's in these special, and he's just, you know, clearly not special ed. And, yeah, it was just, he did it, he did that move during the fifth grade. And 
That's so wild. That's literally like the same time of my life that I moved to Texas. Yeah, he did it in the fifth grade, and then his aunt, or my aunt, his sister did it in the seventh grade. Imagine being a seventh grader moving basically to a different country. No, seriously, <laughs> moving <laughs> moving from any any part of like literally name any state that's not touching Texas and moving to Texas is like moving to another fucking country. The, the only other states that like if you live in a state that used to be the Confederacy, that's all going to be. A, it's okay, pretty like, close. Like, like if you lived in like, nah, I'm from, you know, Birmingham area, Alabama, and I moved to Tyler area, East Texas, not too different. But if you're like, no, I'm from like central Illinois. And I moved to East Texas. Like, yeah, you might Get as fucking well. ready, bro. Yeah, like we speak English, <laughs> but it's different. Or, or like, yeah, I, I'm from Palmdale, California. Like, <laughs> dude, that's, buddy. Okay, so that's actually where my family is from. Mm. It's from Palmdale. Uh, like most of my family still currently lives there. Are they liking all them taxes out there? Uh, no. Are they thinking about moving to Texas? <laughs> they have definitely mentioned it in the last five years. They're like, you know, uh. And then what's funny is that like people in Texas are like, man, you got these goddamn Democrats moving like they're, they're going to come over here and they're going to vote blue. It's like, no, the ones that are moving here are the ones that are like either in the middle or conservative, and they're like, yeah, they fucked it up, so we're going to move over there. Yeah, and like most of the people that are moving like from Orange County to Texas are like, no, we're the reason Orange County was red for so long anyway. Yeah, and yeah, there's a and people. Okay, there's like, a fuckload of conservatives in California. C- California, although like a historically blue state, has so many conservatives, yeah. and I can attest to that via my family. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're the black sheep, right? I am. Yeah, yeah. My 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 quadrant <laughs> of the family, my dad. My mom and my sister and me were, were of both sides of the family. We're the black sheep. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is super weird. Um, honestly, I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. I love the person that it's made me. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like... California is not what people think it is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When my when my brother lived out there, he lived in the San Diego area, and I went out there and I went out there for his wedding, and then I went out there just to visit like a the following year. It's it's different, but it's not this fucking like liberal hellhole that people think it is. Yeah, you're not just gonna see like fucking LGBTQ plus couples like fucking on the sidewalk yeah i mean like if you go to a gay pride parade in san francisco like, yeah, you're gonna see some crazy see fucking some crazy shit. shit yeah but like <laughs> it, it, if, if you're driving like if you're driving around fucking like escondido california yeah. it's just like oh or, this looks like italy or fucking san bernardino yeah san bernardino is the most boring fucking place in texas or fucking california yeah i don't know uh i got another buddy he's from lodi California and he was like yeah every time I flew out we would just take the drive the extra hour and a half to fly out of San Francisco because you could fly out of Oakland I mean you can <laughs> nobody it's recommends it technically an option it's like it, it's kind of like that'd be it, it's Oakland is like the equivalent of like hey yeah like they opened up a new airport in Oak Cliff like South Dallas like yeah no we're not flying we're just gonna drive DFW we're gonna go to love yeah thanks yeah <laughs> yeah nah I'm good yeah I uh I, I, I while I am a huge Giants fan to my own demise recently because I'm not great. I'm also a big Raiders fan. Mm. 
And part of me is kind of be like, like as, as like, you know, I grew up in a hunting cabin out in the woods and I'm not big into hunting, but I feel that I'm very in tune with like nature and like a lot of that type of shit. Uh, I'm much more into like the farming and raising of animals rather than hunting animals. Um, and agriculture. Yeah. And, and growing up in like that type of environment, I think like really instilled like a respect for life, respect for the environment around you type of thing. But part of me kind of wishes that I lived in like really impoverished areas in the United States, like Oakland. Yeah. Like part of me kind of wishes I could experience that. But also part of me after like one week would be like, get me the fuck out of here. You know, like, like I don't need to build street cred. Like why the fuck would I need street cred? I don't understand that like mindset of like white people from the suburbans. Like, Hey, we're going to move to fucking Colfax in Denver. Like, or we're going to move to South Baltimore. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, There's literally no reason. Like, you are just that. asking to get shot. Yeah, dude. Living in the parts of Spokane that I did, definitely saw a bunch of crazy stuff. And I'll say, like, I don't know. Like you, I kind of wish that I lived, like, a a more, like, rural life. It was nice. Yeah. Super quiet. Now, granted, there weren't, like, a whole lot of neighborhood kids, but we lucked out that essentially like they were they are and were our neighbors but they were uh a mile away yeah and then we had another group of neighbors that were several houses down but also a mile away and they had a group of boys our age and the our other neighbors had a group of boys so there was eight different boys that all lived in this area so we could all hang out together and shit so there was like a lot of uh that neighborhood feel yeah. sometimes like, Hey, come over. We're going to play GameCube. or like, Hey, we're going to play football. Or, we're going to play airsoft or play in the pool, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Spokane though, that it's funny that like you're from there because, um, so much that was like the town that Ashley and I decided on. Like if we ever wanted to get out of Texas, yeah. that's the town we're moving to. And it's, it's got, it's like interesting parts, but first of all, Beautiful city. Um, like, downtown Spokane, nuts, dude. Riverfront Park and, like, River Park Square. Like, I think about it almost every day. Like, it's... Just, like, how pretty the town is. It's just so pretty, dude. And, like, there's so much. There's so much down there. It's so it's so much of, like, a, a city feel. And it's only got, like, what, 80,000 people? In I think in Spokane proper I think like Spokane like the whole valley area has yeah. like half a million people or something like yeah. that. Well, it's like Smith County. Yeah, you know, like Tyler proper has a hundred and ten thousand, and then the whole Smith County is half a million. Yeah. You know, whatever. Which yeah, counties. Counties are not a thing outside of Texas. It's definitely <laughs> less um, pertinent. Yeah. Like, in states that aren't as big as Texas, like, Spokane, like, sp- it's Spokane County. Like, yeah, Spokane County covers, like, a huge tract of land. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a, so much, like, especially, like, the West Coast states, counties are fucking huge. Yeah. In Texas, the counties are really small because it was made at a time before automobiles. Yeah. So, it, they were like, hey, what we did in, like, in, you know, Michigan or, you know, 
Tennessee with the small counties and like we're going to build a town in the middle of it, you know, on a river and then we'll have everything. They did that in Texas too, but yeah. Texas is so fucking big. So big. Which is why places like Tyler are like the big city. Yeah. Because in times where you couldn't just drive two hours to another part of the state, you know, you were confined basically to like your county area and yeah. Tyler just happened to be like that happened in place in Smith County. Yeah. And still is. Yeah. Oh man. I with all of its faults. Yeah. Like <laughs> working Yeah. Is <sighs> see I love how you moved out like your family moved out to East Texas and then you go to like the biggest fucking school in East Texas when there were so many fucking two A and three A high schools. Now granted had you not gone to a bigger school wouldn't have played in jazz band, yeah. wouldn't have had, like, a lot of the opportunities to do that, you know, wouldn't have got, like, the AP credit from that high school. Right. But you also would have been, like, more renowned as an individual had you gone to a smaller school. Right. Yeah, because, you know, with a smaller population, like, the picking pool is just smaller. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily, or that wouldn't have necessarily changed, like, who I would have become. I would just be... A brighter star in the sky. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, I'm from a town that has one red light in it. I was also an all-district, you know, linebacker for 2A high school. Played in 3A, ah, you know. Yeah. You know, I would have played 4A, probably would have played special teams. 5A would have just rode the bench, yeah. you know. And, and and I'm okay with that. But, like, it, and that's why my parents were like, no. Because they lived in Garland and then Saxe in the DFW area. Yeah. And they were like, we're not fucking having a family out here. Yeah, dude, 6A schools are tough. Yeah, fuck that shit. 6A schools are nuts, dude. 2,700 kids in one school? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like my whole high school had 210. I That's, graduated with 48. That was a th <laughs> That was a third of my graduating class. My graduating class was like 630-something And to me, that's massive. Yeah. To me, that is that is like unfeasibly huge. <laughs> because, like, once again, I graduated I, I graduated 14th in my class, and first I'd be like, damn, you're really fucking smart. No, out of 48. Like, yeah. I, I was a smarter kid, but I wasn't the smartest. <laughs> like, I was not top 10, was not top 10%, yeah. not even close. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when you have 600 kids, the top 10% is 60 fucking kids. Yeah. Top 10% for us was three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, Shit's wild, dude. Yeah, like, they it, it's it's so fucked on like that. And I, I would arguably like when it comes time when I have kids and shit, I would greatly prefer having my kids in like a two, three A school. Like, yeah, there's less opportunity, but so much less societal pressure. Oh man, yeah. It would be like socially so much easier. Like you don't have Because you know everybody and like you know like you know, teenagers and, you know, adolescents are so big on knowing their role in their life. And I think in a smaller school, you learn that so much more yeah. because the people around you, whether you want it or not, will pick that role for you. Right. Like, you are going to be the ag kid. You are going to be the band kid. You are going to be the jock. You're going to be the dickhead. You're going to be the, you know, whatever. Yeah, but at, a, at a, like, a 6A school, there's, like, 20 of you. Yeah. There's 20 40. people. There's yeah. 20, 40 people who fulfill the same role as you do. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know. Whereas in a school my size, it was two, three kids. Yeah. And then, like, they were buddies with each other. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then it's like, okay, like, you know, and then, like, you were cool with them, but you weren't, like, buddies with them. Yeah. And then, like, you you and your two, three guys would hang out with those guys and, like, you know, whatever. Y'all had common interests. But, you know, on the weekends, like, they went and partied and drank beer. And on the weekends, like, ah, me and my dad hang out, you know. Yeah. Like, it was... That that was the small school dynamic. But like you go to a f- big fucking school, dude. Whole different, whole, whole different, different dynamic, dude. Like, yeah, it's I thinking thinking about my high school experience. I definitely would want my kid to go to at least like a slightly smaller school. Like, I would want them to be able to have some of the same like experiences and opportunities that I did. Yeah, but. The amount of kids I went to school with, insane. And I think about that too, like especially during this time of our life. Yeah. Having to go to school with almost 3,000 other kids. Bonkers. That's insane, dude. Yeah, like uh, my uh, my parents went, uh, my dad went to Abilene High and my mom went to Cooper, which is the mm-hmm. other big Abilene school. There's three of them. There's Abilene Cooper. There's Abilene High, Cooper, and then Wiley. Dude, that's another thing. Why doesn't Tyler... Why does Tyler have two high schools? Yeah. We could have four. No shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you count White House as a fucking Tyler school. You you can't. You totally can because their school district goes up to Shiloh Road. Yeah. Which is a good chunk of Tyler. Yeah. And... Which is kind of like what Wiley is out for Abilene High or Abilene School District. And... My cousins wound up going to Cooper later on, and they told me, you know, like, yeah, we see kids in the hallway that we see them once and never see them again. Yeah. And oh, I'm, dude, there is, like, so many people, like, have you ever, like, heard of that thing where, like, your brain can't make up a person's face yes so like all of the faces you see in your dreams are just people you've seen before and yeah. like your brain just kind of fucking makes it up yeah couple thousand couple thousand of those just from school alone yeah. like and that includes faculty and like teachers and stuff yeah because beyond <laughs> the almost three thousand people you went to school with there was like a hundred plus faculty members i knew like 20 yeah probably yeah it's like i don't know who mr dorsey is i've never seen that man in my life you know he was like a math teacher yeah like juniors or some shit like i never had him yeah you know he was over in that hallway never never once walked down that hallway never had a reason to yeah (laughs) yeah that's the thing about lizo is like somehow as big of a campus as it was It was like they purposefully like scheduled you in a way where you had to just walk the entire campus. Gotta get that exercise in, man. It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> tell you that much. You go to a six A school, you see some stuff, man. Mm. And beyond that, I wish I could remember the exact number, but the greatest distance from like one class to a next was something close to like a third of a mile or something like that jesus christ and period bells are literally like four and yeah, a half minutes yeah four minutes yeah yeah we're, we're and they, want you, they want you to cover that in four minutes yeah 
Better get to booking. Book, bro. Yeah. I'm so glad I went to a small school. All right, fuck it. I guess we're chugging the last chunk. <sighs> I can't do it. I can't chug it. There's a little bit left. Dude, see, but like, like when you're unsatisfying. Ha- see, but like when you're halfway through a forty, you're like, no, this is cool. I'm just chilling. You get to the bottom of that, you're like, man, I'm fucked. <laughs> I need to fucking finish this. Like, bruh. <laughs> like it's getting warm. I'm getting like just fucking drunk. It's just I'd- unpleasant at yeah. this point. It, it's a challenge. It, it's like uh, it, it, the whole gallon milk challenge. Like this is <laughs> this is almost the same thing, except for literally a third of it. Mm. Yeah, point, so, yeah, point two eight or whatever. It, it's one quart and eight fluid ounces. Can can you drink? A, I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I will never fucking do that <laughs> shit. But like, let's say that you weren't. And you were raised in, like, you ate a lot of dairy, like, as your diet. Like, could you fucking, like, is that even possible to drink a gallon? Of, I know regular show. 100%. Like, I've definitely seen videos of people chugging a gallon of milk. God. Did they just and not it's just, insane. Did they not just immediately just start vomiting? There's, like, a there's like a bunch of people who do, but there's a couple of guys who, like, down the whole gallon of milk and then just look at the camera like, Yep, that was a gallon of milk. <laughs> what? What is that? I'm also lactose lactose intolerant. Do you drink almond milk? Uh, I'm an oat milk guy. Oh, okay. Oat milk, beyond just being the best tasting of alternative milks, is also like the most sustainable. And if you really wanted to, you could just eat oatmeal once you're done making milk, which yeah. is kind of sick. Yeah, I, uh, I, I get almond milk because it's like, three bucks for a half gallon yeah and it kind of tastes like dirt but i've gotten so used to almond milk taste that i actually really enjoy it's kind of like drinking shitty beer like old milwaukee (laughs) i got so fucking used to drinking it it so much i I fucking like it now yeah um that that's how i feel that was a satisfying one but yeah like um because there's like there's there's almond milk and there's sweetened mm. almond milk and there's sweetened vanilla almond milk and I'm like I don't need uh, original unsweet yeah ar- the original unsweet calcified calcified it's only like thirty calories shit. for fucking like <laughs> I I need it I need it for the <laughs> like I need almond milk for the calories and the antacid I just want my fucking cereal yeah just like goddamn I'm trying to eat some wheat then I'm trying to eat some fucking frosted mini wheat so I can take a fucking <laughs> shit okay so this boy almost said wheat this <laughs> I mean I'll do it fuck it. <laughs> All right, this is where we're finishing the show tonight. Let me chug Hell the rest yeah. of this. You keep the audience entertained. Um, I can't believe this man almost said weed thins. Anyways, I mm-hmm. right, oat milk. Speaking of oat milk, and a conversation we were having prior to the recording of this podcast, um, Oatly, who is honestly the most like well-known formidable brand of oat milk is set to go public this year um in the united states as far as like oh shit the stock market goes and honestly that's gonna be huge because they just partnered yeah they just partnered with starbucks like starbucks serves oat milk now and it's oatly and that's huge like not only is oatly the most popular brand of oat milk 
they are now in America's number one coffee chain. Yeah, if 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 it's under four dollars a half gallon, I I'll get it. Dude, yeah, no, for sure. Oatly, and it's the the one they sell in the stores the most often in the half gallon containers is what they call the full fat version. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the best. See, like, I, I've also been told that if you got milk like straight from a farm before it gets pasteurized, like cow milk. Oh, raw milk? Yeah, like it won't fuck with you. As yeah, much. I've heard that too. I haven't tested it for myself, but I, I kind of want to. I got a buddy who buys it. Buy it, like He buys whole milk straight from the farm. Uh, I mean, it's still like... It's not pasteurized, but it is like filtered where like they yeah, take yeah, the yeah, cream yeah. out the top stuff yeah. and everything. But um, yeah, you can drink that and like apparently like that and like goat's milk because it's the pasteurization process that actually is what fucks you up mm. with with like the lactose proteins or whatever. The fuck. Yeah. Also, United States shampoos its eggs. Uh, if we didn't shampoo our eggs, we wouldn't have to refrigerate them. That's Fuck. pretty. That's pretty insane. Fucking European countries don't do that shit. Yeah, I was gonna and say that's why I don't have to refrigerate eggs. Yeah, all of their eggs are just on the shelf. Yeah, the United States like because we shampoo them and it takes away like a liner on the eggs, so you have to keep them cold to keep them fresh. And it's like, why don't we just cut out the middleman? It's like, well, because the FDA said it's like, well, fucking Doctor Fauci says safer. I gotta wear two fucking masks, and Greg Abbott says I don't. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Dude, Wednesday, Texas becomes a. F- a fucking war zone. Yeah, we're basically raw dogging in at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but final, final thing. All right. So last night, me and the boys and our wives and girlfriends. Boys? Uh, we have like a, every other week we go to Brahms. Okay. We hang out. That's fucking specific. Dude, we, <laughs> we love Brahms. If if, okay. if you check out our Discord, a lot of like I would say tw- you have a Discord. Yeah, twenty percent. Whiskey uh, Dan Radio Show has a Discord. Okay, it doesn't have. It, it's called okay. The Discord is called Aquaberry Teen Hunger Force <laughs> because we're all fans of Riff Raff and we're fans of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And you know, Riff Raff was like, oh, man, Aquaberry Dolphin. You know, so we just took I like. I don't know that. I'm okay, so sorry. just fucking listen to Riff Raff. Damn it. <laughs> that, that, that that is. Didn't a hard, he come to Tyler last year or something like that? I went to that fucking show. And I and I did student teaching the next fucking day. I got turned at a I got turned at a riffraff show. I drank a six pack of Budweiser because it was BYOB. I drank a six pack. Didn't get home till two o'clock. Woke up with a Chapel Hill and taught juniors. <laughs> <laughs> that welcome to my life. You're fucking stupid, dude. Yeah, dude, fuck fuck you. Riffraff is awesome. So uh, we're all fans of Riff Raff. We're all fans of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So we call the, the, the discourse Aquaberry Teen Hunger Force. And a lot of times, you know, we have our, we have like a channel. It's like meetup planning. Like, hey, hey, guy. Like, it usually turns into, when I do it, it's like, hey, McFuckers, we're playing Axes and Allies. Like, y'all fucking show up. Or it's a, hey, McFuckers, we're going to eat at Brahms this Saturday. Who in? And like, everybody's like, I'm in, except for the one guy who's in the Marines. He's in California. And, R.I.P. Pat. Um, so we go to Brahms last night. I fasted all fucking day in just prep- so you could prep <laughs> in preparation for Brahms. So when I got there, I got the fucking triple patty. I don't know what that is. It, it's it's a burger with three patties. You oh, know. Well, I mean, like in theory, I understand what it is, but I don't know if that's like a lot. Have you ever had a triple patty burger? I mean. 
I've ever heard okay, of okay. So you, you, I've had the four by four from In and Out. Okay, that's that is impressive. But In and Out has like paper thin patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whataburger's got thin patties. No, Brahms, Brahms, that shit about as thick as your thumb for one. So three no, of them. Fucking three. <laughs> and I was like, ma'am, let me get a number. Hey, bro, let me get that. Let me get that triple, bro. Yeah, so I, I got the triple. Said no cheese. Motherfucker put cheese on it. I was like, fuck it. Got two slices of cheese on it. Also, also, my order number was 666. I am keeping, I saw that. I, saw I am that. keeping that. I'm framing that fucking receipt. Um, it's actually over there by the toaster oven. Of course it is. And I, I, I got a frame in the back. I got to just, just, just put that shit in there. And so I, I get I get this fucking bronze where I ate that shit. It, I, like, I was like, I'm not going to let it win. So I ate that whole fucking burger. And we started recording the show late because I was taking a fat... As you always are. As I always am. Because of the fucking triple... (laughs) I eat a pound and a half of ground beef with cheese, lettuce, tomato, and bread. And then I shat it all out at 7.02 today. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) That was my... my, I got a shower before I go to bed now. Fucking Brahms. Fucking, dude, if, if you live next to a Brahms, you fucking go to Brahms. I don't. You, like, you, you, you live in Tyler. There's three. Shut up. I guess that's true. <laughs> There's one on Old Jacksonville. It's oh, yeah, there th- is. It's two minutes from your apartment. Maybe I should go to Brahms. Yeah, dude. Uh, you, have you never been? Uh, Like once, ten years ago. Bruh. You are missing out. Am I? You are missing out. Add me to the Discord. If, if you... I don't think you're ready. Boy. I Okay, when we're done, I'm going to show you the Discord, and then you tell me if you still want to be in. I'm down. Th- there is a whole thing where the channel is called Dan's Edgelord Content, and it's <laughs> it's basically a bunch of either very racially charged things yeah, that are course. said that I find on Reddit, yeah, yeah. or it's hentai of, like, Raven from Teen Titans. Yeah. L- like I said, let me join the fucking Discord. <laughs> All right, Chris, do you have any closing statements for our lovely listeners? Um, thank you for listening to the Whiskey Dan Radio Show. <laughs> uh, we drank a 40 of Mickey's. I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, I'm feeling great. I am um, not drunk by any means, but certainly like lighter feeling. Yes, most definitely. And I would definitely drink Mickey's. Absolutely. I, I'm probably going to do that in like three days <laughs> because... Even though I even though I have a fridge full of old Milwaukee and craft beer. Yeah, I noticed the fucking mini fridge over there. Yes. So he's opening the fridge. I Fuck, I, 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 I keep Milwaukee it stocked. It's in fucking like it's literally just old Milwaukee. Brooks's brand soda, and I'm okay with that. There's actually some sugar Dr. Peppers in there. Sugar? Yeah, like the sugar, like where it's the sugar Dr. Pepper, not the high fructose corn syrup ones. Oh, the one in the like. Like Seafoam green pinstripe can. Yeah. 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 That, that That is S-tier soda right there. Really? I hate Dr. Pepper. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're from Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't expect you to get it. So, yeah. That. Um, drink a fucking 40. Drink you, a fucking 40. You, you owe it to yourself to just spend $2 and at, just at any gas station. And feel good. And, and just go home and just fucking. I feel like. I feel like maybe listeners might get drunk. If, if you. If you go get a 40. You you fucking you fucking put on some fucking Grand Funk Railroad and grip and sip to like a Mickey's like you're gonna ha- you're gonna have a good fucking time. 
You just, I mean, you, you, you throw on a Zeppelin album, like, like preferably Ze- Zeppelin Volume 4. By the time when the levy breaks comes on, you're going to be fucking, like, throwing do, your do, shirt off. Do, 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 yeah, like, it's, it's going to be a good fucking time. So, uh, once again, you can always write in at whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. That might be changing because fuck Google on so many levels. We, we got to get that Patriot email. I'm just kidding. But honestly, fuck Google. Uh, I might change. So write in any time. Send us a picture of your cock. We want to see your cock. I would see your cock. That, like, totally. Like, just like, all right, like, eight out of ten. Nice yeah, cock. Yeah. You know. You know. Uh, nice cock. Feet pics. Totally not. Like, we're not even, just dis- like, gender discriminatory. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude, dude feet. Chick feet, trans feet, we don't give a fuck. Just yeah. fucking throw them on there. Get the feet in there. Get get the fucking feet on there. So, yeah. Uh, write us in, whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Chris. It was honestly a pleasure. I, I had a wonderful time. I'm so happy. So, yeah, once again, write us in. Y'all have a good one. Coming to you live, pre-recorded from the apartment of inebriation. Uh, y'all drink responsibly. Have a good one. Thank you.